How to Seduce a Woman, on this episode of Success Convo. Here we are with the second half of our little mini-series on Success Convo. This is about seduction. And last week we did one where Kate taught us how to seduce a man. This week I'm going to dive in and I've got my three major keys on how to seduce a woman and Kate is going to be on the other side of the fence here playing devil's advocate. I'm scared. You're a pro at this game. I don't know what's going to come out here. I wouldn't say I'm a pro. Let me go ahead and drop a little bit of pedigree, though. And this is honestly a little sad, I think, because I want to go back to the only thing I was ever good at for years was picking up chicks. That's literally the only thing I was ever good at. And this is between, well, that and lifting weights, okay? And this was from, I'd say, high school, maybe junior year of high school, all the way to the first year I graduated college. So this was a long span of where that's what I did to feel successful. I didn't know what to do with my life. I didn't know where my life was going. I didn't know where my career path was going. In fact, I was still trying to figure myself out, but I always thought that the coolest guys got the girls. Is that how you thought too? or wasn't necessarily the coolest guys. It was the guys whose parents had the money. Oh, <laughs> so, money. Yeah. There we go. For me, it was kind of like I didn't know how to get money. I didn't know how to get success. I didn't know how to take a career up, up a notch. And I'll be honest with you. I blame a lot of that. Well, I blame it first and foremost on myself for not educating myself. But the education system is broken. And we will dive in and we will. That's going to be a whole separate episode. That will be a whole separate thing. But to stay on that topic, I didn't know what made me feel successful. And for me and my friends, what made us feel successful was who had the girl. And that's totally superficial. I agree. And looking back now, I think it's ridiculous to be that superficial. But I honed my skills in this area. And I have had lots of conversations about this. And I've always been very good at this. So we're going to go ahead and drop into my three keys talk about seduction. I'm also going to put a little bit of a different spin on this because I don't think that guys should be out there trying to just pull chicks, you know, air quotes here, pull chicks or get girls or, and this is the grown-up Ryan speaking. The 25-year-old Ryan will probably slap the grown-up Ryan in the mouth (laughs) for saying that because for the longest time I thought that was all life was about because it's all I really knew. Now, you know, making a difference and impacting other people's lives, whether it's through business experience, networking, fitness, any of the various companies that we house, that is what makes me happy and that's what gives me fulfillment. But as a lost kid, this is where I was. So that's what we're going to kind of kind of dive into and talk about. So I wanted to lay out my reputation a little bit in this department. I've never gone more than two weeks without taking someone out on a date, doing something that was romantic, something along those lines. So this, this is going to be very fun. Now, I'm going to jump in here for my first key. Kate has no idea what I'm about to hit her with. Um, I sent her a little synopsis of my notes for this one. I have no said, idea what, what these the, even what mean. <laughs> okay, so so you got to have an open mind here, and you got to roll with me on it, because I drilled them down, and I scoured the internet. I found the worst possible tips ever, things that do not work. And uh, I can also tell you this right now. I've, I've gotten this question a lot from friends and you know, people that I've been training with and, and bringing up. And they've asked me different questions. Oh, how, how do you always end up with the hottest girl at night? And this question's like that. And I'll tell you right now, the tips that I read online were appalling. They were completely wrong. Okay. Most of the big ones were completely wrong. Key number one, you ready? Mm-hmm. Being an alpha gentleman. Ooh. Okay. Alpha tell gentleman. Tell me more. 
Let me explain. A little bit in the last episode, we went over this. So a quick recap. It's important for a man to be a gentleman. You got your sights zeroed in. You know who you want, whether this is out of a one, one night thing at the bar or this is the girl that you've had it in for for a while. You want to remain in a gentleman position, but our society today is very weak and there's a lot of weak males running around. You want to be a gentleman and you want to let her feel safe with you, but you also need her to know that the ball is in your court. I always believe that the most powerful men and the most powerful relationships, they hinge on a man taking the reins of things. So when you walk up on that approach, whatever it is you're doing, you are in control. Obviously, you can let her feel like she's in control here and there. <laughs> you're giving me such a massive smirk right now. It's only right to do that. But honestly, you have to remain in control. Flowers, still super, super believe in flowers. I believe in opening the door. It doesn't matter if you've got four things in your hands. You got two phones and a camera, you know, a bag of food. You still run around Can there. Can I just chime in here? Because I have seen so many women who are like, oh, I don't need flowers. I don't need the door open for me. Like, I'm an independent woman. I don't want that stuff. Because they don't get them. But here's the thing. <laughs> well, yes, but they also do. It's like this passive aggressive, very weird sort of like wanting to see whether you'll go that extra mile to do it. So they say they don't want it, but they actually do. And it's just, it's so bizarre Do you bizarre like flowers? I do. Yeah. I'm never one to like ask for them and like not. sort of play that game. But, but it feels good, but it, right? Yeah, it's a nice gesture. Mm-hmm. It feels good. And this is, this is age old stuff. But here's, here's another thing. I'm not a Valentine's Day person. I'm not an anniversary person. I am like a do it on a random Tuesday when you know I've exactly. had a bad day. Oh my God, 100%. That's like the best possible way to make an impression. <laughs> 100%. You know, just feeding in here. And I don't think this is any of my keys, but I don't do the Valentine's Day thing. I, I do not do that. I think it's very important to show appreciation at all times. If you're with somebody in a relationship, you need to be taking them out one day a week. Make it about them. And obviously, I know that a lot of our Success Convo listeners have the entrepreneurial spirit. They're doing things. They're busy. Now, if you're a real entrepreneur, you are busy. If you're really at work and you're making moves and you're hitting the gym and you're doing all the things that our listeners are doing, that we're doing, you're busy. You still have to take the time to carve it out and make it about that person. Keep the phones away. And I know so many people who, and this is past the courting stage. This is like once you're married and sort of, you know, fit into your lifestyle. I know so many people who are like, well, I've got kids and it's just so busy. I can't find anyone to watch the kids. And like, I get it. But my parents were both incredibly busy. They both worked full-time jobs and they would always take at least one night a week to find a family friend, find somebody to watch my brother and me so they could go out and enjoy some time with themselves. And that was, I just found that to be so important for their relationship. Looking back on it, that was such a a key thing for them to be doing. That's why a lot of the relationships you see today are ruined are falling into shambles because they didn't, they never took the time to do what you're saying right there and have their, their me time, you know, with, with each other. And that's why, you know, the long-term relationships kind of crumble back to the alpha gentleman. Now let's look at the alpha part. You have to be stern. You're not letting other men push up on your girl. You are (laughs) making her feel safe. Even on that first date, if she's trying to throw down that whole competition vibe, you got to squash that. You got to let her know who's boss. How do you feel about that? How do you feel about a man just taking charge? You know, uh, girls will say, like, this goes back to the whole, I saying I don't want flowers, saying I don't want, you know, nice things sort of vibe. It's, women will say they don't want that, but who doesn't like a bad boy? I mean, it's inevitable that women have this drive to go after the guy who's got, you know, the reputation and is more of a player thinking that they can land him. And there's something about 
the edginess that it's very attractive to a woman. She needs a streak. Couldn't agree more. There's nothing worse than being sort of milk toast and boring. Mm-hmm. You need to have some sort of personality to you. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's that's one of my keys, honestly. You don't know what I'm going to hit you with. You don't know no, what I'm going to bring. No, I don't. That's for sure. Right? You have to have a little bit of a streak at all times. This is, as a man, you should have this with your friends, too. You should keep people guessing. Keep them on their toes. Do not be that predictable guy. I think that falls very heavy on the, on the man's side to attracting a woman. And on the on the girl's side, she can be kind of predictable. She, she shouldn't be totally boring. I'm not saying that. But the guy's got to do unexpected things. Surprise her with skydiving. Surprise her with different things, right? So that's that's where I get with the alpha side. I like that. That's a good one. Way to kick it off strong. And don't and make sure to let her know that if she's with you, she's with you. Feel fine with grabbing her hand. Feel fine with holding on to her. Eh, if you I see, could go either way on that one. If you see another guy pushing up, you got to disparage that. You've got to bring it in. You got to fire shots at that. I think it depends how early on you are. If you're on the you know date number one and she's not that kind of person, and you go vibe. in to you know grab her hand or it's about be protective, that gotta, could be totally. You got to gauge it with the vibe. Yeah, and you know whether or not you're being creepy. Okay, we've been <laughs> right. there. We know whether or not me four drinks in, I'm a creep. Okay, <laughs> but you know whether or not you're being creepy. Number two, you ready for number two? Mm-hmm. Do you like number one? I like number okay, one. Okay, cool. It's very Ryan, but I like number one. <laughs> it really is. Number two, attract, never chase. Attract, never mm-hmm. chase. You do not want to set yourself up for failure. One of the biggest things that I promote all the time, and I'm always talking about, is the setup. Bring them to you. That's very important. Now, along with that comes some guidelines. You want to be the center of attention. When you're out, and I don't just mean, I don't want you to think of this as something like, okay, you're always going to chase the girl. You always have to talk to the girl, this and that. Maybe you do. But this is a bigger point. The bigger point is when you're out, you want to be having fun. Put a smile on your face, even if you have to fake it. When you're ordering drinks, order drinks for a couple people. You need to be the center of attention and make her gravitate towards what it is you're doing. Don't force her. Remember, you're the alpha gentleman. Don't force her into, you know, you were going to this restaurant because I say. You're going to this restaurant because it's the cool place to be because you say it is. Have her pull into your energy. I like that. That's very, a really good one. Very good one, right? Mm-hmm. Too many people are out there and they're, they're tryhards. They're trying hard. You know, they know they have to be the center of attention and this and that. And they're saying and doing all the wrong things. Don't worry about being her center of attention. Here's the other little curveball I'm going to throw at you. Do not be afraid to talk to other women and flirt with other women <laughs> in her presence in her presence. The reason being, don't be a dick. Don't openly come out and say inappropriate things. I'm not saying that, right? What I'm saying is show her that you are the one to be chased, that you are the attractive piece. You're the alpha. You Women should want you and let her know that, hey, maybe she has a little bit of competition. There is nothing that will get a girl hotter for you than for her to see that, oh, you've got a little competition going on. So are you, I'm going to ask you a very pointed question here. Hit me with it. So are you a proponent of playing games? Because this sounds a little bit like it's teetering on the edge of playing games. It's not a game if you adopt this role and you live this role. And that's who you are. Think about us as mammals. 
man, woman. There's a lot of genetic and biological things happening within us. Think about why does a lion's mane grow so thick? And why does a lion challenge other men even when he has his full pride of lionesses? This is in it's in who we are instinctively. So I don't think it's playing some role or some game. You're being who you are. Now there's a degree of trust even on the first date that you're going to build up with, with the woman that you're with, the woman that you're courting, the woman in question here that we're talking about. You're going to build that trust up. You're not going to go out of bounds you know, grab another girl while she walks out of the room, something stupid like that. But what I'm saying is you're going to let her know that, hey, he's going to be okay if he doesn't have me. You like that aspect? I, it makes you attractive. Yeah, I could I could get on board with that. I think played the wrong way, it could backfire enormously. But if you hone that skill. I wouldn't say <laughs> it's played the wrong way, but if it's less practiced. Yeah, that's what you, at the beginning you lead, led this off with, okay, well, you, you know, you had a lot of practice and time to hone those exactly. skills. Exactly. Now, another thing I want to tell you, you ask if I'm playing a game. Well, sort of is a game. If you play Monopoly three times and I played it 50 Odds are I'm going to beat you. If I understand this game on approaching women and talking to women and breaking out of my shell, being adventurous, exciting them, if I've played that game more than you, I'm going to beat you. So you have to be practiced in this art. You have to keep trying. If you're listening to this thinking, well, look, I've never knew how to talk to women. I've never tried it. I've never done it. Where do, where do I start? Very simply, same place you start in business, same place you start in most places. You do it. You just go out there and do it. Give yourself 100 rejections in a week. I know a couple guys have done that test, by the way. 100 rejections in a week. Their goal was to get rejected 100 times. I've heard times. that before. And it honestly, it, it just fires you up. Some billionaires start as door-to-door salesmen. Why is that? Because door-to-door salesmen, you're going to get the highest volume of rejection. You're going to go numb to rejection. And you're going to be able to explore other options and elements and really learn the game from that side. Here's the other thing I want to throw out there is I know a lot of people or a lot of guys who are too shy to approach women. It may be because of something that happened in their past. They have low self-esteem, which is completely understandable depending on the circumstances. And one suggestion that I heard and I really like a lot is to just put yourself out there with people who have a low threat level to you. So it doesn't have to be approaching the hottest chick you know, because that understandably may be pretty intimidating, but talk to somebody in the elevator. It could be another Mm. guy. It doesn't have to be a a woman, but just get yourself comfortable approaching people who are unfamiliar to you and engaging in conversation. And that will make you much more chill when you go to have those more intimidating, higher stakes conversations with somebody you're attracted to. Exactly. And I mean, that's confidence is key. Confidence is key. The more seasoned you are here, the more of an air of confidence you're just going to come out and naturally have. I derive a lot of my confidence, a little side note, a lot of my confidence comes from death. I know that I'm not going to be here forever. So every time I make a move, and this is from Steve Jobs, every time I go to do something big or go to do something that might be out on a limb, I pull the trigger and just do it because I'm already naked and dead in reality. This is quick. It's a blink of an eye. You might as well take that chance. The things you don't do are the things that you end up regretting. Guys, guys listening right now, how many times have you seen that girl, you stared at her across the room, maybe even had eye contact with her, and then you left? You walked away on the night. You kick yourself for that because I've been there. You ever been there with a guy? Oh, yeah. thinking about talking to a guy and then you don't make the move? You have? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And nine times out of ten, you don't see that person again. And then you're always left wondering, well, what if? What What if I'd gone over? That could have been the love of your life. Could have ended in a a 20-carat ring. (laughs) 
<laughs> 20 carat <laughs> ring. What are you getting? You're getting Donald Trump now, huh? <laughs> <laughs> God help me. <laughs> you wouldn't date Donald? Oh, uh, no. Podcast over. <laughs> <laughs> I'd slap his hand away like Melania. <laughs> oh. <laughs> let's roll into my third key. Now, let's say you're in the dating pool. You're in the dating game. You're talking to a bunch of different girls. You have to understand something. The girl that you're after, no matter what level she is on your on the caliber, no matter where she ranks on the 1 to 10 scale, whatever, she has got other options. There's most likely other people getting ready to approach her, or she's coming from another date, or maybe you're the rebound guy at first. Maybe she just had another boyfriend. This is something you can do to set yourself a different level of the game every single time. You wonder what this is? Yeah, hit me. Be adventurous. Ooh. Become her adventure. You need to become her adventure. We live extremely boring lives. Most people. Most people live extremely boring lives. It doesn't have to be that way. I never plan. I always have a, like an initial blueprint of what I want a date to look like, but I keep my options open. If I'm walking to a restaurant and I see something that catches my eye up the street, Maybe we're going to skip dinner, go see that, and go check something out later. You've got to think about this. You've got to pull her into adventure. One of my favorite times of my life, I lived in Fed Hill, Baltimore. There's a lot to do downtown. It's Federal Hill. Uh, the harbor's right there. Every single time I took a girl on a date, I got the exact same reaction at the end. That was one of the best dates of my life. And I said, Why? She said it was so different. It was so unique. I will always find little nooks and crannies to go explore and things to do. And one of the complaints that I hear from a lot of my lady friends, one of the biggest complaints, they say, oh, man, it was okay. Well, the date with him was kind of boring, actually. We didn't do much. You know, we went to dinner here. You know, he had like an agenda plan, this and that. I don't do agendas. It's out. You don't have to tell me that twice. <laughs> I know you don't do out. agendas. I don't do agendas with, with most things that I do. <laughs> no, you right? don't. Um, and and that's, that's part of it, man. you got to live your life on your toes. You've got to be adventurous. So what was your most memorable date? Most adventurous. I was driving down Federal Hill, and I was about to back in with my Jeep. I had this massive Wrangler, right? I had the 35-inch lift tires. I don't think you ever saw that Jeep, did I you? I didn't, know. 35-inch tires. I already had like a 4-inch lift kit. This thing had a stereo system. It had like all of like the, the billet grills on it and everything. And this thing was hard to parallel park. Not for my Jeep, but because I would ram other cars by accident all the <laughs> time, right? So I'm pulling into a tight parking spot in the city, and I see this girl walk on the sidewalk she's got a sundress on and I look back and I think man she's beautiful and the coolest thing happened I go to back up and I'm looking at her in the passenger side rear view mirror I'm staring at her and I see her stop she's checking my jeep out but look at this she was actually helping me back into the spot you know she holds her arms up and she starts waving me in and I'm thinking oh damn this is awesome <laughs> and I start getting a little little cotton mouth I start gulping a little bit because here it is I'm gonna have to ask this girl out I've got to and man she's a 10 out of 10 so I back into this spot I pull in we're all good I get out I pull my business card out and she already had her phone number in her hand getting ready to give it to me so you can tell I was super stoked to see that I kind of fumbled put my card away gives me her number and I don't know what came out of me but I said what are you doing right now she said oh I'm getting ready to go to class so she's a student in the city and I said well why don't you skip class and we'll go grab something to eat so she's like okay I'm down for that 
And now I'm like, oh shit, like I had things going on. I had things to do, but oh, whatever, man, it's changing now, right? So I put whatever I had. I think I was getting ready to go to the gym, meet my gym partner, right? So I throw everything in the back of my Jeep. I said, oh, jump in, right? So we get in and we head to a dock bar, beautiful setting, early summers, and everything was going right. You know, when you're just vibing with somebody. Mm-hmm. Every other word is just perfect. They're filling your sentences in. You know, she knew like the little movie quotes I like. She she was an Arnold fan. I was just going to say, so dropping Arnold quotes like nobody's Arnold, business. Arnold fan. So you know things are legit at this point. And we're at a dock bar. We're all the way at the end. We have dinner. They actually serve you your meal on the dock. So the tables are out there and the umbrellas and stuff, right? So it's dusk now. And we just had the greatest time. We're four or five drinks in. And everything's going smooth. I think I was pretty adventurous pulling that move you know skip your class right now come with me right so everything's going extremely well and I see a storm coming in it's dusk I love a beautiful breeze and a beautiful storm by the way lightning starts setting in rain starts crashing down and everybody at the restaurant they beeline it all the way to the inner part of the restaurant okay so they they beeline it for the docks the storm was ferocious i mean two of the umbrellas go flying our umbrella is like you know it's it's blowing with the wind and the rain is just splashing up against us our food's pretty much ruined at that point what was less of it right and we made eye contact in this moment and she said you want to jump in? Awesome, right? The dock bar is right wow, there. Geez. We want to jump in. So we both head for the end of the dock, close, completely off. We didn't even care who was looking. We made it in the water. We got nothing on. We swim out to a buoy. And you know how something will connect the buoy, the rope? Mm-hmm. We're holding on to that. She starts making out with me. And there was a little light up jellyfish all in the water. The there, little moonies? The little moonies were all floating around us. And the moonlight was shining directly through the storm. Night doesn't get any more perfect. And of course, it went down right there holding on to the buoys. <laughs> it was amazing. One of the best dates I ever had right wow. then and there. When it even ended, we went back to my place, had a little bit of dessert. It was great. Okay, Netflix at the that dessert point. happened out on the buoy. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, but a ne- little bit of low-carb ice cream, you know, whatever. Awesome time. Times like that, though, were kind of like endless between this period of my life. I have so many memories similar to that. That was one of my best dates. But all in all, look at the setups here. Adventurous all the time. Super adventurous. That was a great story and a great tip. Oh, man. I mean, the majority of my dates are boring. And I think part of it is... Guys are afraid to be adventurous. They're afraid to sort of think outside the box. They want to sort of do the dinner, the movie, you know, maybe go see a play. It's it's sort of, you know, there's a playbook out there of what's traditional and what's okay to do and what's expected. I feel like a lot of them hold back to like the third or fourth date. On the first date, they think they have to be like politically correct and do like... Well, and follow certain rules. And I guess my my feed off that tip would be to just throw whatever playbook you've been given away and be original. What do you enjoy doing? And show that side of yourself to the woman. So if you love sailing, take her sailing. I mean, not to throw more ocean in here, but if that's something that you're passionate about, show her that passion. And that will be so much better than if you had said, oh, well, let's, you know, go for a walk in the park or let's, you know, go to dinner. Be a walk in the park could be good if there's a buoy and it ends up in a lake. <laughs> When's the last time you saw a buoy in a park? <laughs> <laughs> totally. I mean, I agree with that. So do you think my tips were spot on for guys? I think they're unique tips. I've never actually read them anywhere, but that's a good thing because most of the stuff I read is awful. So yeah, I think I like them a lot. So if a guy came and approached you and he used those three methods, you'd be down. Yeah, I don't know if I'd really dig him looking at other women, but... <laughs> Whoa. See, I didn't say look at other women. Make the women look at you. 
All right. Well, that's fair. If you ever really want to get with a girl, you know, you got one that you've been trying to get with for a while and she's playing real hardball with you. Maybe she's not even interested. Go for her friend. Watch what happens. Oh, Jesus. Am I right? <laughs> Am I right? Well, you go always for want what friend. you can have. Exactly. So yeah. <laughs> you go for her friend and watch what happens. She will then turn her eyes to you super quick. Trust me. So that was it. Big takeaway time. All right. My big takeaway would be to be authentic. And what I mean by that is there are so many conversations that I've had in first dates where the guy is afraid to show his personality, is afraid to rock the boat or send the wrong vibe. And so it's, it feels like almost like an interview. It's, you know, where are you from and what do you do for work? And how, you know, how many brothers and sisters do you have? And it's, it's so boring and predictable. Uh, and it is because of this fear when really the way to, to go about it is, I mean, screw the fear. Either the woman's going to like you or she's not. And there's no point in Damn. holding back and putting on really like an air of phoniness to sort of get through the first date because it's going to come out the second date or the third date. She and shot it super straight. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're funny, if you crack jokes, crack those jokes. There's nothing that a woman likes more than a good laugh. And so don't hold back. I mean, be yourself. That would be my big takeaway. Yeah. And I'm glad you said that, too, because I, I didn't say it in the in any of my tips. But it goes without saying you got to keep her laughing got to have humor. You got to not take yourself too seriously. But I think the big thing that you just said right there is she's going to like you or she's not. It's going to come out. How much time do you want to put into something before you know, hey, this ain't going to work out? Do you want to be on the fifth date, sixth date, and you guys, it's not going to work out? So like she said, like Kate just said, be yourself. I love that one. Just totally authentic. Mm -hmm. You ready for mine? I'm ready. The triangle of power. What is it? Money, power, women. When I talk about money, that talks about your impact. I'm not talking about dollar signs. I'm talking about the impact, your result on society. When I talk about power, that all is connected because power is how you present yourself, what you're doing with yourself. Are you educating yourself? Are you growing as a person? And the last one is women, or in some cases, woman. Sometimes you got to have your special woman, the one that you're with, the one that you love. This is the power triangle. So Kate's a lawyer. I'm going to throw a little something different at her right now. You've heard carpe diem? Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Seize the day. For our listeners, it means seize the day. You've got to seize the day. You've got to go out there and you've got to take it. And one of the things I've said all my life, I took Latin in middle school all the way up until now. I love it. It's one of my favorite languages. And carpe omnia. You know what that means? No, enlighten me. Seize everything. Ooh. What I mean by that is you've got to be thinking about every aspect. Don't get too focused on the girl. Because remember, you're going to try to attract things to you. Don't get too focused on one dinner or one event or your schedule. Be dynamic. It plays perfectly. You have to be the alpha and the omega. And when you set your sights on something, you set your sights on it to get it, but you have to make it come to you. Seize everything. Control the moment and you'll always win. I like that. That's a You're great thing to You're setting yourself up to win. It's another way to say set yourself up to win. And it's also something to use on that first date when you have a little drink. Say carpe omnia. Trust me, she's going to know what that means. And when you say seize everything, she's going to want to take you home right there. <laughs>
Okay, but seriously, she's going to be into it, and trust me, it works, and it's a great slogan to have in life. Remember the triangle, money, power, women. Not superficial. We know what it means. It means giving back. It means building wealth, building relationships, and making others smile. Got it? I love it. Guys, thanks for listening. This has been the little mini-series on seduction. We're going some unique places. We are going into some how-to-make-money-online categories. We are going to roll in here. We're going to talk a lot more business. We're going to talk drilling down. We're going to talk lead gen. If you don't know what that means, stick with us. We're going to talk about some very powerful aspects when taking back, controlling your life. Because in the beginning of this podcast, I hinted at the education system going wrong and sort of bamboozling us and it absolutely did so we're going to pry into that thanks for sticking with us thanks for sharing this episode this has been fun a little bit of a off the beaten path sort of episode of something unique did you enjoy it kate i did this was fun i really like the feedback we got from a lot of our listeners thanks everyone who emailed in thank you guys who all who wrote me my personal inbox is exploding all the time and a lot of it's from success combo so thank you guys so much cannot wait for the next episode remember Tag us, share us, hashtag success convo. Catch you in the next one.